chat like she a roommate My whole squad been going up like it's a Tuesday I been coming nut now, run it up now Think that bitch done fell in love now Don't give a fuck now Bro got glizzy's big as fuck now Talking trust style, Mortal Kombat I'ma finish him, I feel like Kunla Alright, what's going on guys? It's your boy Ocho back with another episode of the Ocho Show that was my boy Trey Heights, so if you like what you heard, go give him a listen. Now, today we're going to touch on a couple of topics, so we're just going to jump right into it. But first, I want to ask you guys a question. So, the other day, I was playing Black Ops, and, you know, I was talking to my mic, and this guy said I sounded like a grown white man. Now, I didn't know how to feel because I, I'm not white. I, I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing, but... I don't I, I just don't know so can you guys just kind of confirm that for me because I'm just a little confused so all right let's get this going I typically like to think of myself as a more moderate person when it comes to politics and I think that all news is generally biased, CNN, more so against Trump and than Fox News. We all know about Fox News. So I don't really think that when I'm go, uh, watching or reading any news that I'm really getting the full story. I only can really get one side when you think about it. But there's always the facts in every case. And when you hear Trump nowadays, you all already know it's going to be something big. And this time it was about the the Russia probe, the Russian probe case. Um, the FBI was investigating whether or not Trump colluded with Russia to tamper with um, uh, the voting, the election voting. And there was a big fiasco because the FBI agent, uh, the head of the counter espionage division, Peter Strzok, I think that's how it is. Well, he was texted i guess he had some sort of affair going on with a former fbi lawyer lisa page and i don't know if he was in a fit of pillow talking or if he was under the influence of some type of drug or some other or alcohol but he texted her there's no big there there now when you first look at this uh, this quote it's kind of vague like I, I my first initial thought was no big there there I thought it was sort of like a consoling there there some type of thing but when you when you really look at it and you read about it the there there is in reference to I, whatever they're looking for and he was sort of trying to reassure her or whatnot, but I guess it was taken the wrong way in court because he went to court and was uh, sort of grilled by uh, Congress. And it seems like they haven't really found anything, but there's some people who are 100% convinced that uh, Trump actually did collude with Russia. But people are honestly making a bigger deal about this case more so than the actual possibility of collusion. Now... I personally don't know too much about it to go and make like a full on opinion about it because I, I follow politics. I think I think something like stuff like that is pretty interesting, even though 
most of the people involved in politics now are not the smartest and they usually generally make fools of themselves and they're pretty much all corrupt at this point I there's not a lot of you know sound politicians but there's been a whole lot of uh, just a whole lot of shit going on really so I'm really interested to see how that unfolds and I honestly when it comes to Trump I do not want Trump in peace at all now you may be here uh, you may hear that and think wow uh, I didn't really expect that from you but you gotta remember the in order of power goes president to vice president so that means that if Trump is impeached we're gonna get Mike Pence Mike Pence is possibly my least favorite human being to roam this earth. I do not agree with anything that Mike Pence stands for, and I do not want him anywhere near the seat of the presidency. So that's why I don't want Trump assassinated or anything like that, even though I don't wish death upon anybody really like that. I don't know why I said really. I don't wish death upon anyone. But please, just no. I don't want... I don't like Trump. We all know this, but please just leave well enough alone. It's only going to get worse from here. So I'm really interested to see how this plays out.
Now, something I see often a lot of times nowadays is people saying not everything is about race when usually somebody of color says something about race in general. But to be honest, I don't know if it's just the black person in me talking, but they couldn't be more wrong when they say that, to be honest, because honestly, I keep saying honestly, because I guess this is an honest talk that really needs to be had that a lot of people try to avoid nowadays, but... Race does play a pivotal role in our daily lives, unknowingly a lot of times. Now, I'm very pro-black, and I'm proud of who I am, and a lot of my followers know that. And I will let uh, I will let you know that I'm proud of who I am. But to be honest, I think it's important to be proud of who you are, regardless of what that may be. And it doesn't make you a bad person, in my eyes. Th- that means being white doesn't make you anti-anything else. It just means that you're proud to be who you are. And that does not make you a bad person. Me being proud to be black doesn't make me anti-white. It just means I love who I am. And if you find me hanging out with someone, there's a good chance that person could be white. Because, I mean, I honestly grew up with a lot of white people being that, you know, I went to school in Indiana and it doesn't have the highest (laughs) concentration of black people, not in the southern part at least. And I went to all predominantly white schools my uh, entire schooling and I'm going to the U of O which is also a PWI so yeah so there's no problem like the thing is most people today aren't racist that's not the case it's just the fact that many people uphold a racist system of oppression unknowingly completely inadvertently and a lot of times they don't even think about it whether this is through prejudgments they make of people without even knowing them beforehand and without getting to know them, or if it's completely ignoring things that they don't either think is racist, not outwardly at least, or just uh, completely choosing to ignore things altogether that make them uncomfortable. Now, that's usually the biggest thing, people being uncomfortable. (laughs) Really, any black person can attest to this. When you're talking to uh, most of white people, if they want to describe a person and they uh, uh, want to describe the fact that the person's black, they get real quiet. And, uh, he was, he was, he was, he was a black guy. But honestly, I don't, I don't think that's really necessary. Like being black, it's not. There's no negative connotation associated with being black. People are black people are white it's just a way to identify people there's nothing wrong with being either one of those that people um it's just the fact that it's just something a barrier we need to knock down i think it's don't get me wrong i'm not one of those people who say i don't see color i i don't like that statement at all i just think it's it's important to see color it's imperative because when you see color that means you get to appreciate other people other people's perspective and 
when people are different colors, you get to learn about those people. You get to go sit down and have lunch. So tell me about yourself. Tell me about your customs, your culture. I think that's very important. And a lot of people, I don't know why, but that really makes them uncomfortable. And I'm more than happy to tell people about how I grew up and whatnot. And really, all you have to do is ask. But I don't know. It's just a topic that generally gets people really uncomfortable. But all of my white friends know that, you know, I'm an open book and I love them. So it's not really a problem, but it is a problem in general. And I think it's something we need to get past by working together, really, because a lot of people want to say that, you know, racism is dead. But honestly, it's probably I wouldn't say just as bad as it was 60 years ago, because, you know, they're not really allowed to sick dogs on us in the street anymore. But, you know, I know a lot of people, (laughs) I don't know, a lot of people, people now aren't really responsible for that. Like, people our age, they're not responsible for that. But it's still important to know that so things like that don't happen in the future. My probably, one of my least favorite people in the world right now is Richard Spencer. If I see Richard Spencer, I would probably, I might actually strangle him. Because it's not the fact that he's just proud to be white. Because I have no problem with people being proud to be white. It's the fact that he doesn't want the homogenized community that we have set up uh, and being able to uh, interact with one another. And I think that's a problem. It's actual fascism in broad daylight and people aren't really doing anything about it I guess because of freedom of speech but that only goes so far and freedom of speech won't protect you from being punched in the face so that's what I have to say on that and I think we should all just love one another another talk uh, political type talk that gets people uncomfortable really is the talk about sexuality now growing up in the black community homosexuality has always been one of the most demonized things you could probably talk about. And it's always tried to paint it as a picture of one of the worst possible things. Um, But, you know, as I've gotten older and I've been able to, you know, interact with the world on my own uh, some more, uh, I can never understand where that connotation came from, honestly. Because some of the nicest people I've met in life have been members of the uh, LGBTQ community. And, you know, I just think that's also something we need to get past as a society. I know, uh, I never really understand that stigma. And it's not really going to get any better until people of our generation has to really be the ones to stop it. And, you know, yeah, like, once, once I got older, you know, people at school I started to come into their own and they started realizing their sexuality and you know it takes a lot of courage for those people to to you know come out because there's society has the stigma of you know these are that's a bad thing and i never really quite understood why and you know like i said those that takes a lot of courage for those people and that's kind of inspiring to me to be honest and, you know, I don't really have a lot of uh, friends in the LGBTQ community, but I kind of wish I did because, you know, I want to learn more about their thoughts and their feelings and 
because those are some of the most creative people that there are to be honest that uh, many people may not realize that a lot of your favorite rappers clothes were more than more than likely like a good 80% plus chance that they were designed by somebody who was a part of the uh, LGBTQ community and like I said those are some of the most some of my friends that happen to be part of the LGBTQ community have some of the most beautiful souls that I've come across and I think that's another thing we need to get past as a community so yeah go out and hug a gay person that was my blood brother young lax so if you like what you heard go give him a listen now what i wanted to talk about was some games dropping so nba 2k19 is dropping september 11th madden 19 august 10th call of duty black ops 4 october 12th and fifa 19 september 28th but i wanted to talk about 2k in particular now 2k19 was just a bad game in general and i think we can pretty much all agree with that the storyline was some top tier mid it was a step down from 2k17 the storyline with prince i think and um orange juice i think that was a great storyline but that's just my opinion the whole dj storyline and he is uh he was nice in high school and he just so happened to pursue djing instead of playing in college and he all of a sudden gets found by this agent at a pickup tournament i think that is just lazy writing and i don't think they were trying at all but they knew that people were going to buy it anyway because we have some sort of stockholm syndrome going on with 2k that we all trash it every single year we tell them every year that this is their last chance and we still end up buying it so i think they're doing it because they can and i think if we tell them they would have no choice but to fix it because you know we're the ones buying the game so but yeah i think that was awful and they stepped down and one of the worst parts about it is the dependence the game has on microtransactions to get better you have to pretty much spend real money on vc if you want to get a somewhat decent player in a somewhat reasonable amount of time you're gonna have to spend about i think the lowest uh vc package you can buy is a dollar 99 for like 5,000 vc 5,000 vc will only level you up maybe maybe one level depending on how high of a level you already are so that honestly is just a sham job but like i said they're gonna do it because we're not telling them anything different and we're gonna buy either way so if we don't then they would have no choice and honestly they're starting to get some competition nba live 18 was not a bad game at all actually i kind of liked it i kind of enjoyed it the WNBA mode is really fun but uh it's kind of ugly really i mean gr- like in general graphics aren't bad but it's just generally not like pretty to play really um i guess uh, the players are kind of disproportionate and the shooting system in 2k is bad but the shooting system in live is god awful like if you get a green meter which isn't hard in that game because it's sort of like like a a quick time event almost in that game you will hit every shot which i think is not a good look at all but if they improve on a couple of things they can honestly beat 2k out but i don't know people are kind of sheep so they might not make the switch over to live but i think they're not too far off but 
the uh, the microtransactions is honestly an awful such an awful system, and they need to fix that. You don't even get regular salary like you do in the old two Ks. Like every week or so, I think they give you a certain amount of VC. They don't even do that anymore. You have to do unlimited grinding for VC in nineteen or eighteen, or else you have to buy it. Which I'm not gonna lie, I've spent upwards of twenty dollars on VC about that maybe and all about total transactions, but. It's honestly a highway robbery, but we're uh, we're falling for it. And another thing that made 2K18 was so bad was the missing wide open jumpers. The dependence on the shot meter, regardless of how open you are, the quality of the look, your percentage from that part of the field, the dependence on the shot meter is honestly, I think, a terrible addition because there's no way... In, there are certain shots we should be missing because we were a hundredth of a second off in the shot meter. And the same thing for layups, especially. Missing wide open layups on the fast break, that will honestly be one of my biggest pet peeves with 2K ever. And the the stat caps are also pretty bad. Having to level up for the stat caps, I don't think that's very good at all. But um, something else was the My Park play. I I know that it was sort of like a newer edition and like you know it was sort of testing the waters well it's been a while over a year now so those testing the waters should be fixed by now but the park play is sort of shaky at times the servers are gener- awful at times and you'll lag out lag out and you're not allowed to quit or else you're getting messages about how you're such an awful human being for the next 24 hours and I think like if you quit like a certain amount of time because those janky servers then you'll be like like banned for a little while or something like that but the park play is kind of shaky because I don't know they don't really know what they want to do they don't know if it, they want it to be like a hybrid between like street ball play and the actual my career gameplay but it's pretty bad most of the time like, you can have a maxed out, a, a defensively maxed out player, and you still might get crossed. And it's just honestly bad sometimes. But I'd like to see 2K improve because uh, I don't want to make the switch to live. And, but I just might have to if 2K doesn't get back on their, uh, on their stuff. So, yeah. Now, I saw a tweet on Twitter about who had the biggest peak between 50 and Drake. Now, I'm a huge fan of Drake. Everybody knows this, but I also think Get Rich or Die Trying, the movie soundtrack, and the album are both great. Ooh, fight the fire, need the air. I won't burn unless you're there. Yeah, that was a little sneak peek uh, of my scene. I know, I know. I should do more, but yeah, that's all y'all get for free. But uh, 50's peak was huge. That's A lot of people don't realize that. 50 was an international guy. And the Ja Rule beef always interested me. I think that's like a whole documentary, but I watched that whole thing. And, um, you know, 50 was just, he was just that guy that people see as the tough guy. But 50 was, 50 knew what he was doing completely all the time. He had two games, uh, 50 Cent Bulletproof and 50 Cent Blood in the Sand. But uh, Blood in the Sand was just complete mid, if you've ever played it. It's you can attest to that. It was not a good game, but Bulletproof was a uh, Bulletproof was a good game, and within that game, he uh, promoted his vitamin water. He was uh, he uh, had a sponsorship for uh, vitamin water. He also had his own uh, clothing brand with G Unit, but when it comes to Drake, 
Drake is from another country. That's another thing you have to realize. He's from Canada. Yeah, it's not too far off. But that's still a different country. Typically, Americans don't look for entertainment outside of other uh, outside to other countries because you know America generally dom- uh, dominates the mainstream media. The only time people really look for entertainment outside of America uh, is really anime or sometimes uh, telenovelas. But Drake came and he made people notice him, whether that was with the help of Lil Wayne or not. Even though Lil Wayne did pretty much make Drake, but. Drake does pay his homage, so that's something you have to respect. But Drake did pretty much come over here, and there's not too many people you can ask and not know who Drake is under the age of, I'll give you, 35. Probably more than that. I'm just being, I'm trying to be a little biased because, you know, I'm a big Drake fan. I don't want people to think that um, this whole conversation is in Drake's favor, but you know, okay, but Drake has the his O uh, his OVO line of clothes, but it's not as accessible as Fifty Cent's G Unit line, which is you know in Kmart, what for poor kids to buy. And Drake has his OVO twelves, which also aren't available pretty much at all. Is the Fifty Cent shoes, which were also in Kmart. So I think, I think, Fifty Cent's umbrella was sort of wider. Because his stuff was more accessible, and I think that's why people uh, it's a people who say that fifty had a bigger peak would not be wrong because you know he kind of got to touch more angles because and he left no stone unturned really because you know his stuff was there, like anybody could reach out and get it um you know Drake has his Virginia black liquor, which I've heard also tastes like cigarettes, so I don't know but that's not something a lot of people can get. I think it's like really expensive or whatnot. And um but like when it comes to music wise, fifty did try to return to rap after a little while, but you know, it wasn't happening. It was kinda of mid. And but I think Drake still has time to do those things, but I don't think he has really any interest in it at all. Fifty is uh more of a businessman. You know, he has an entire show, even though we all know Drake came from Degrassi. Um but I don't think Drake has any interest in doing all that. I think he's just sticking to the rap. And but we'll we'll see. That's still time for Drake. He's only like what thirty, fifties like in his forties. But you know, fifties still obviously doing well for himself. He even patented the man patented a phrase like that's. The, he's just a cutting business person, and this is a guy who came from Jamaica Queens, you know, selling drugs and fighting people boxing, I think he was boxing or whatnot, but yeah, and I think Drake used to do like phone scams or something, Drake still has yet to explain when he said, uh, the stick up with the guns pointed at my face, I think, what song was that, um, I think it was The Resistance or Karaoke, one of them, yeah, the two guns in my face during the stick up, Drake has, still has yet to explain that, I don't know why Drake does that, he says these crazy lines and then goes without explaining it, like, dude, you can't just pass over that we need to hear what this is about like we didn't think you were in uh, in it to win it like this so yeah but I think that that's a good topic of conversation with a lot of good points to be made so yeah but I love both Drake and 50 I've never watched Power I don't know if I love 50 enough to watch Power I don't know a lot of people say it's a good uh, good show especially in the earlier seasons I don't know I've never tried it I know me and my family used to watch Degrassi every week. That I do know. 
from junior high until about uh, I think we stopped watching like 2013. Baby, there's a shark in the water, water. I don't know if any of you remember that, but um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's a good conversation that probably could be talked about in barbershops. I need a bitch. It's a wild night, so we trying to get lit. We are as fucking, yeah, I'm on my shit. I don't know no one who do it like this. Niggas, they switch, never change up. Don't give a fuck, so I'm rolling this blunt. You know you broke, so you ain't got a front. In a two-seater, bad bitch in the front, yeah. Niggas get that was my man Corey James who just recently dropped his Woke EP available on Spotify and Apple Music. So if you like what you heard, go give it a spin. Now I wanted to talk about the city next. Most major cities have a musical history and have their own style and way of doing things. LA has their accents and their flannels. The Bay has their scraper bites, their vocab words like hyphy and thiz. DC has go-go elements to their music and their own style and identity. New York has the classic boom bap and their hip-hop roots, even though Takashi is their front runner right now. And did you all see that video of him racing that little girl? I didn't even think he was allowed to be around people under the age of 18, but that I digress. Uh, New Orleans, where I'm from, uh, well, born, I guess. Te- Most people will say that I'm from Louisville because I've lived here majority of my life, but I don't know. That's up for debate. I don't know. But... They invented twerking, they created bounce music, which was even Houston Drake's uh, Night For What, which many people don't like to give them credit for. They created that whole twerking wave, and to be honest, most people don't even do it right if you think about it. But Toronto has their lingo, obviously, with Drake and uh, all those guys coming out. But uh, The Weeknd doesn't really get his credit for being from uh, Toronto and helping to put those guys on. And everybody else has their identity. But I think us in Louisville and all the surrounding metro areas, stuff like Jeff and New Albany, need to come together and help to create our own identity. A wise man once said, the city gets strong when everybody out here, everybody's speaking, not when everybody out here beefing. Yeah, you would probably guess that that was Drake. But we need to stop sounding like everybody else and we need to be creative and create our own stuff. Local fashion artists need to collab with local artists. And local musicians need to collab with local producers so we can all help to get each other on the map. And then there won't be any fighting. And we're all we're so focused on Bryson Tiller being the front runner for all of us. But why not just build off of that? People will sort of know about the uh, the area now, so we need to we need to expound upon that. And I think that all starts with people communicating people don't like to communicate and have this i'm going to get it on my own mindset which is obviously great because we need people with that sort of drive but i mean you got to work smarter and harder so we can all pretty much everybody eats i know you've uh, seen the uh video the uh brother nature the canela <laughs> everybody eats tay tay yeah but we all i think we all just need to come together there's plenty of people out here who are very creative. I know my man uh, Jared. He just dropped his uh, uh, "Fuck Love" line. Uh, he has some nice merch out. But you know, people are so focused on this me, me, me. But obviously, that's good because you don't really want to mooch off other people. I use the term mooch loosely, but I don't. It's it's better if we're all working together. That's I. That's pretty much just a, a general principle with most things, really. 
I don't see I don't know why a lot of us don't work together because that's really how other cultures have really gotten so I guess strong in their in their roots really because a lot of these rappers from the same places they know people who known each other before they were all famous and there's a good chance they have worked together before so I think that could be good for us and for everybody hearing this I I I strongly urge you to reach out to other creatives I <laughs> I don't like the term creative real I think it's kind of corny but other people who have vibrant imaginations I think it's imperative that you reach out to those people and build really that's another cliche uh, messing with the vision I messed your vision my guy but yeah I think that's really important for us uh, to build our own identity and not just piggyback off the uh, Bryson Tiller but speaking of Bryson Tiller he needs to get back on his stuff Trap Soul was a classic and then this whole true uh, true to self true to self was um, how you say mid <laughs> I, I'm I'm sorry. It just all it just all went together like one song. Like I feel like I didn't hear any any differentiation. But that's no knock to Tiller because you know Bryson Tiller he's a great guy. I actually saw him one time at the ball. I didn't say anything because I didn't want a fanboy because I said I felt like that was kind of weird. So yeah, but yeah, let's do it, Louisville. We can do it. And yes, I said Louisville. You freaking weirdos saying Louisville. What the heck is a Louisville? And nobody going to punch me in my face for saying Louisville. Because it's King Louis, not King Lou. Whoever the hell that is. And anybody can fight me for it. Pull up. Let me slow it down for a minute. Too much sauce. You can drown down on dinner. Let me slow it down for a minute. Too much sauce. You can drown down on That was Burgundy by my man Don't Rush Fame, so if you liked it, go give him a spin. Now, those of you that watched last week's episode remember us talking about Papa John and his fiasco, but I wanted to delve more into the pizza side of things. Papa John's was bad regardless of how you want to look at it, racism or not, it just was not good pizza. I don't care about all the customizations because you can really do that anyway. I firmly believe that if you subject yourself to eating Papa John's pizza, you don't really respect yourself. Especially when there's so many other good pizza chains out there that deliver probably in a wider radius. It just tastes better. Pizza, for example, it tastes better. And a medium is only $6.99. So you don't really have an excuse besides proximity. Probably. But uh, it's probably worth it that you don't get Papa John's. My second choice for chains of pizza would probably be Papa Murphy's. It might not be very convenient because at Papa Murphy's you have to bake your own pizza. They make it and you bake it. But Papa John's is extremely underrated, especially their Chicago-style pizza. It's amazing. Because at this point, Little Caesars might be better than Papa John's. And that's saying a lot because Little Caesars tastes like it's 3D printed. And I may sound disrespectful. I don't. I'm not even gonna bring up Domino's because Domino's doesn't even count. Their pasta is actually pretty decent, but their pizza, uh, their pizza makes me want to curl up and die. 
But the the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life was Giordano's Deep Dish Meat Lovers Pizza in Chicago. That pizza made me... I can't even say that on radio. The FCC will come for me. That was the greatest pizza I've ever had in my life. I think I might have cried. I don't care what anybody says, but Chicago-style pizza will always be better than New York-style pizza. I don't want that flat crap going anywhere near my mouth. Uh, Pause. But it's just... Our Chicago-style pizza is its the pinnacle of society. It's the sacrificial glue that holds this whole world together and prevents us from going into war. And New York-style pizza is literally racism because the Sicilians make it, and they're racist. But that's beside the point. Another food debate that we have a lot in my house is probably cereal. Now, when it comes to cereal, there's such a wide variety that you know, you can't. It's hard to pinpoint which is the best because you know you're in a different mood for different things on different days. But the cereal I think that you can't really go wrong with, and I know a lot of people would probably agree with this, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is undefeated. But you also have some the best of both worlds with the uh, Frosted Flakes Cinnamon Cinnamon. That cereal changed my life. But that's beside the point. The worst cereal, probably, the worst cereal, probably, unfrosted mini wheats, because frosted mini wheats are actually really good, so it's, like, the bad version of a good thing that I think that's what makes it bad, because you have the potential to be so much better with just one simple ingredient, I think that's why it's bad. Uh, another really bad cereal is plain Cheerios, yeah, I know it's good for you and all, but it just tastes like crap. I'd much rather Frosted Cheerios or the um, Honey Nut Cheerios are even better. The My favorite cereal in general, and it's extremely underrated in my opinion, is probably Honey Bunches of Oats. Honey Bunches of Oats is the all-time greatest cereal, other than, except for like Honeycombs. But I think they make Honeycombs again. I'm not sure. I think I've seen them at work, but I'm not completely sure. Um, Craves is also another underrated cereal. I don't know. It's probably not. It's probably rated. I say it's rated. A lot of people like it. I don't really like uh, the chocolate kind because I'm not a big chocolate fan. I hate chocolate ice cream. Chocolate ice cream is the worst thing in the world. Yeah, you heard me right. I wish they made Neapolitan, but except for just without chocolate, just strawberry and vanilla. But, yeah, chocolate anything really bums me out. Dark chocolate is actually better than milk chocolate in my opinion. But that's a different debate topic this is cereal um uh i think uh fruity pebbles and uh, cocoa pebbles both get really soggy too easily and really quickly so that's sort of what turns me off i know kendrick his method was to pour the cereal as you were eating it but i don't know that just seems kind of like too much work like with breakfast it's in the morning i have to go somewhere probably so i want to be quick i don't want to have to sit there and pour eat pour eat that just seems like a lot of work to me so but like they taste good probably that's probably one of my favorite cereals dry i know you can't i know something that's really buffered a lot (laughs) that's a really weird way of using buffer uh but probably lucky charms the marshmallows and Lucky Charms, even though they're, you know, stale marshmallows, are actually fire. But the brown parts are awful, so it makes me not even want to buy the cereal. So, 
that's why I say it's buffered because like it's not as good as it could be. I know Hubris uh, sells the um, all marshmallow bag, which probably wouldn't be that good for you. So I'm just gonna uh, pass on that. But um, um, another uh, really good. I think the uh, Fruity Loops, uh, Fruit Loops. Uh, I said Fruity Loops. That's not a beat program. I just completely messed that up. Fruit Loops with um, the marshmallows are actually really great, in my opinion. The those are actually like amazing. But I don't know. There's a lot of under, really underrated. Uh, healthy cereals, raisin bran. I love raisin bran. Uh, a lot of even though it leaves sort of like a metallic taste, people who eat it may know what I'm talking about. At least sort of a metallic taste. Raisin bran is a really underrated cereal, and I side eye everybody and judge everybody who doesn't like it and skips over it. I think a really terrible, a terrible cereal is probably the toaster grams or whatever it's called. Those are really gross in my opinion. Um, Special K is actually really good if you give it a try. I think it's like, I think it's like strawberry or something. Special K is actually really good. Um, uh, plain, uh, plain cornflakes, always awful. Maybe want to die. Um, frost them up for me. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I talked about Cheerios, which are bad when they're plain. Well, except for if you add bananas to them. Uh, bananas and Cheerios is actually really fire, uh, or any uh, any fruit. Real well, no, not any fruit, because uh, I'll just say strawberries or banana or both. Um, speaking of uh, fruits, I had an apple, and uh, because I don't know why, but my body it recognizes apples as like straight pollen, and I have like really bad like sinus problems. So whenever I eat an apple, my tongue like starts going crazy and bonkers and I have to like bite my tongue to scratch it because my body is reading it as pure pollen so yeah that's I, I so I, I stray away from apples even though this is a cereal debate pineapple is also something that's like a really good thing that's <laughs> bad for you after a while because once I eat so many of them it starts to like burn my tongue so I have to stop especially when it's fresh that's always the worst um and mango Mango, with mango, I may catch a lot of flack for saying this, but mango flavor is probably better than actual mango. I'm, I I know I may sound ignorant. I don't know. I, it may be because I may be eating mango at the wrong time. It's hard for me to tell when they're ripe, so that may be it. But I always thought that mango flavor was better than actual mango. But mango with... uh. What chili is actually chili powder is actually really good, but like I said, like mango habanero wings from Buffalo. I don't even like Buffalo Wild Wings. Fuck Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm a roosters type of person. Uh, but that's also beside the point. This one really like left field from cereals. I'm talking about wings now. Roosters is very underrated. I don't know why people prefer B Dubs or Wing Stops over Rooster. I guess because like there's a less selection of flavors, but. That's beside the point. It's actually like the wing size is worth the price. It's like a, wherever you go, you're gonna pretty much pay a dollar a wing unless you're buying like a super bulk like the hundred wings. But Brewster's is the only one actually worth it. Even though like after a while, you're gonna be like hungry after if you don't because usually when I go to Brewster's, I eat, I get full off like 
I usually get like 10 and get full off three. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But like, I'm extremely hungry after. It doesn't make any sense. But this went really far. I lift, ended up on wings when I was talking about cereal. But yeah. Madam fucking A, you madam, she trust me, A. Nigga don't want action, A. Get to K and turn the trap star, track star. Niggas really pop stars, touch them like pop tarts, A. He hard, that's a false star. Boss, A. That was Lost Love by Lil Email Trapper. Go check him out. But I just want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Ocho Show. I love to hear your feedback or your opinion on any of these topics, and I'm open for discussion. So if you don't follow me yet, you can reach me on Twitter at Ocho Kobe. But I'm off here, guys. Peace.